Welcome to the Hanford Dixon Show. I'm Gabriella Cruz with the top dog. <laughs> happy New Year, partner. Well, uh, also a happy new year to you, too. What a great, great uh, week or day to be a Browns fan. Be a Browns fan and to be back in studio. We've got a lot to cover this show, Hanford, but what did you do over the weekend, my guy? Did you have plenty of Christmas ales, I hope? You know, I did not. I didn't do anything, Gab. I just, uh, <laughs> I, I, I sat at home and I watched this game. I don't know why I watched this game because it, I know it was a meaningless game. Didn't mean anything. We already had the fifth seed locked up uh, already. So, uh, but still, I had to watch it, and uh, I wanted to see how guys like uh, Cameron Mitchell, uh, who's one of our cornerbacks, how he was going to play, and and all the uh, rest of the guys. And let's not even talk about Jeff Driscoll. I mean, the quarterback <laughs> who played this game. But uh, we we lost. I mean, but that doesn't mean anything. Uh, I'm just happy that we got out of it pretty uh, pretty well and unscathed. We didn't have any serious, serious uh, injuries there. Right. And now it is time to lock it in for the playoffs. We also have a special guest joining us today, one of your buddies that we've had on plenty of times before. And he, he really looks like he's ready to go right to Houston. Yeah. <laughs> my flight? We made I'm him ready, keep I'm his sunglasses on and everything <laughs> because you came in without him. We're like, who's this guy? We don't know who that is. Frank Stams, welcome in. Thank you, Gabby. It's a little bit of a tribute to uh, Jerry Glanville. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and the old Houston Oilers. Yeah, yeah, Jerry and his boots. Right. Uh, yeah. You talk about a famous coach oh, for that team. I mean, time. Jerry got, was the man. I've got to know Jerry uh, pretty well uh, in the last couple of years. We've, oh, really? We've done some things together, and you talk about a great storyteller. Yeah. He is He's awesome. He's awesome. <laughs> and his career spans 40 years, going back to his time with Detroit. So. Well, Frank, I have to say this. Uh, Gab was talking about the hat and the glasses. I yes. like it. You know, I'm a... I, I'm what you call a Southern boy, anyway. So, oh, oh, are you? Yeah. Oh. And, you, and if you look, I didn't at, know you were a Southern boy. Gab, Frank. <laughs> if you guys looked in my closet, ask him about mountain noise. If, if you guys looked in my closet, you wouldn't believe the cowboy boots that I have in my closet. I should have wore a pair. Stop I should have pulled out a pair. Oh man! And uh, how is it this ostrich, point in the season that I I'm knowing about this? Gab, ostrich. Uh, um, uh, snakeskin. I mean, you name it. Llama. Alligator. Right. Uh, you name it. I have. Watch out, Peter's gonna come after this show. <laughs> well, okay. Well, First, we're gonna have to censor okay, you. Okay, uh, let's let's get off of that one then. Okay, but anyway, the cowboy boots. The, the cowboy boots that I have uh, in my closet. But I just... we're gonna have to line them up here on the table. And, and you know what? I'm uh, I'm a little uh, I'm a little bit upset with Frank too because uh, the jacket. <laughs> Getting lined. You know, here he is. Here he is. He's he's pulled a fast one on me. You know, he's got all this gear. Yeah. You know, but the only thing I hate about the gear that he has on, I don't like that. I, I would much rather like have a dog on my jacket if that was. Of course, because you're the top dog. <laughs> He's the top dog. He I'm is. just a lowly elf, or what do they call him, brownie? Yeah. <laughs> How, did you have to get that jacket custom made, or what's the story on the jacket? Oh, this was a gift from the Browns. Yeah, yeah wow. this was outstanding. So the Browns are great. See, that's the problem. I do not have that jacket. That's why I'm a little bit upset with him. But that's all right. Yeah. We, we'll, we'll give him oh, praise. what did you? He's do? upset because. Because I got something <laughs> when he has everything. <laughs> Frank, what did you do during the game? Did you stay at uh, home? You know what? Did you go anywhere? I you went to a, I went to a wedding. Uh, how about that? Because that game was a nothing <laughs> game, in yeah. my opinion. And the guy nothing next to me it. is watching it on his phone, and it goes to 7 nothing. 
14 nothing. I think, you know, and then it was 20, maybe it could have been 24 nothing at one point. I'm getting updates. I had no interest. In fact, I had two tickets to a suite. Of course, I, you know, I wanted to stay married. It was, it was family. It was a family wedding. So I decided not to go to the game uh, simply because it really, you know, I mean, it was to me that it was a preseason game. Uh, you guys know what was crazy? I just found out. During the game, I think the Cavs yesterday yes. played pretty much the same time. Oh, yeah, the, we were watching both of them. As the game was on. Yes. And uh, they had... Uh, Cavs was a little more exciting. I mean, truthfully, the, you no. thought they were going <laughs> to... I mean, <laughs> you thought they were going to run away with it with the Spurs, but then it ended up being a pretty close game, pretty Frank, big game. they had this big guy. I mean... Oh, yeah, he, I heard about this big guy. He's yeah. about, what, when's seven... Diana, yeah, when, what's, he, what's he, about seven, five, Gab? Yeah, he's a big dude. I mean, can you imagine how tall you are? I mean, he, the guy walks in here, and we have to look up at him like this. He'll probably be touching the ceiling, but my understanding, it was a good game. I Gab. think that's why a lot of people bought the tickets, too. It was cool to see him in person play. But we're going to get into it. We're going to jump into it. Again, what's yes. a great... It's a great, great day to be a Browns fan, so we're going to talk Hanford, about it. I love it. He's thought, look at him tossing a break like he knows what he's doing. No, I'm it to you. <laughs> no, you, you. You got this, top dog. We'll be back right after this. Thanks for watching the Hanford Dixon Show. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. Hanford and I joined by Frank Stams in studio. Bring him back, uh, Boehm. we got to show off the hat for as much as we can this show. He's already ready for Houston, as you can right. see. Big Browns game coming up, but also, Frank, you know, with the college football national championships going on, um, we got to defer to you here. You have some uh, experience in the national championships as a winner and a defensive MVP of the 88 season, uh, Notre Dame, proud Notre Dame alum. Tell us about what that experience yeah, was I'm like. I've been getting some flashbacks on my phone, <laughs> you know, people sending me 35 years ago today. Uh, <laughs> That's Dame, good. Yeah, right. Uh, Notre Dame was crowned uh, football national champions. And it was great. It was a storybook season for us. Uh, we go undefeated. Uh, first game of the year, we beat Michigan. Uh, we held them uh, on a, on a last-minute field goal try that they had uh, that fell short. Uh, middle of the season was probably the most memorable game. Uh, we played number one Miami at home okay. and beat them 31-30, where they went for two. Uh, they had scored late, made it uh, 31-30. Uh, and then went for two. Jimmy Johnson was their head coach then, and they failed that attempt. And then we catapulted, I think, to two. Uh, UCLA was one, and then they UCLA UCLA faltered uh, during the season. We became one, went out to Southern Cal, played Southern Cal at the end of the year. Uh, a little drama surrounding that. We sent uh, two of our, play our, our top two running backs. Uh, one guy went on to have a great NFL career. Ricky Waters sent him home uh, for a curfew violation. And, uh, you know, we became the underdog, and uh, we ended up winning the game. And then we went on to play in the Fiesta Bowl and beat uh, West Virginia for the, for the title. Wow. Correct me if I'm wrong now. Notre Dame have some uh, kind of a <laughs> reputation for, for, uh, for running up the score on teams now. I mean, is that right or wrong now? I mean, you would not... think that based on the last bowl game they played <laughs> against Oregon State. I was a little, I was a little embarrassed. <laughs> You know, on on fourth and yeah. fourth and goal right, up thirty five, right. <laughs> and they're going for the touchdown. I was like, whoa! Uh, but no, I don't think you know that that I don't think Notre Dame has a reputation for a lot of things. Right? It's not you know running up the score right. is not one of fact that you know that year. Well, you know what led to the hiring of the coach that led us to the national championship, Jimmy Johnson. 
uh, and his Miami Hurricanes ran up the score on us uh, <laughs> down there in Miami and beat us ridiculously, <laughs> like 56 to 7. And it made all the headlines uh, the next day. People were questioning whether or not that should have been allowed. Uh, but, uh, you know. Of course it is, and you know. And Jimmy will be the first one to tell you. Right. I'm not running up the score. It's just my team is a, a good football team. I can't help it if the other team is just bad. Right. Guys, I tell you, it, it's a big, big game. Big, big game tonight coming up. Uh, obviously, Michigan playing uh, Washington. I'm going to give you my opinion real quick, and then I'd it. like to hear uh, Frank or you guys' uh, opinion. I and, 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 again, I'm still sad. I'm, Michigan got in the championship game by beating. Alabama, road tied road. So I'm a little bit upset, upset with that. But I'm going to give Michigan a lot of credit. I am going to give them a lot of credit. They won the football game. But this Washington team, you never know what you're going to get with this state, with this team. I mean, they can put some points on the board. And this quarterback that they have, I mean, this kid can play. But I'm still going to go with the Big Ten. I think Michigan is going to win the game. I think Michigan will roll. Frank, what do you think? Well, that's a funny thing. I'm going to go with the Big Ten, too, but I think technically they're both a Big Ten now, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they switched uh, it. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, having said that, I think it's going to be a great game. I love this Phoenix, uh, the quarterback for Washington, man. I just love everything about him. I love the way he, he plays the game, has a lot of fun, and he really lit up uh, Texas uh, in that semifinal game. Uh, but I do like Michigan because, you know, I mean, I, I, and the reason why I think Michigan will win the game, I'm not necessarily think they're going to cover the five and a half, but I think they'll get to the quarterback like they did in the Alabama game. I mean, you know, I mean, you, your quarterback, the greatest quarterback in the world would be reduced to rubble if you can get pressure in his face. And, I, you know, and I think my Harbaugh's got the experience. Uh, you know, he's the quirkiest dude in the history of quirkiest dudes. Uh, but I do think he's a good coach. And, uh, you know, I think he'll, he'll, he'll coach a good game. I think that defense will win the day, especially with the defensive line getting to him. You know, the, the, what the wild card there is, is McCarthy, their, their quarterback. Uh, he just can't make mistakes. He made some – you saw it. He yeah. made some mistakes yeah. in the Alabama game yeah. that they were lucky to hold on and win that game. They had to come from behind and win that game. Uh, but uh, so, you know, having said that, I do like Michigan in the game. And, you know, I think they played as consistent as anybody. And, and they're tough. And speaking of that Alabama game, you have to, I mean, obviously, uh, you have to give uh, the center for Alabama, I mean, some, I mean, this guy, I mean, what the hell? Every time you turn around, he was snapping the ball and it was a bad snap. And uh, Jalen uh, uh, Melro, the quarterback, I mean, he was, he was fighting him with him all day. And I think, some of those snaps uh, hurt, and I think I think this guy after the game, I think he entered into the portal. So you know, good for you. Yeah, no, well, yeah. go ahead. You know, go ahead because the way you played that game, I'm I'm still upset because Alabama should have won that game. Alabama, yeah, no, they He's definitely still- <laughs> definitely could have. You know, and I'm surprised Nick Saban, knowing Nick Saban, his head didn't explode. <laughs> Uh, when that center was rolling the, uh, yeah. the shotgun snaps yeah. I mean, I'm impressed he maintained hey, his school. Hey, hey, as much money as the university's paying him to snap that ball, Frank, you know, it's not like it right. used to be. Right. You know, these guys right. today, they are getting a big fat check on, right. on those teams. All right, we got. Well, let's move to more NFL and the Browns, you guys, because I know you're, you're stuck in the – got to close the yearbook here for a second. Um, Browns, coming up. Houston, what are you thinking about um, Joe Flacco? And here's my big question for you. This might this is down the road, but 
Is it a bigger deal, LeBron winning us the championship, NBA championship in Cleveland in 2016, or do you think Cleveland would be more elated? <laughs> wow, that's a good one. Joe Flacco wins Cleveland a Super Bowl. Who's the bigger hero? What's the bigger deal? Well, I don't want to. I, 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 wow. I, I don't know who's going to be the bigger her- hero, but I think it's a bigger deal for the Browns to win a Super Bowl than when, for the Cavs to win a championship. I, I, I agree with you because people can say what they want to say about Cleveland. I mean, obviously, we know LeBron is from Cleveland. This is his hometown, but this is a Browns town. I mean, you can say what you want to say. You got the Indians, you got the Cavs, but this is a Browns town. Because when you look at it, you look in that dog pound. I don't care what the record is. I mean, fans just show up. They show up. They show up. They're there each and every game. They're at the stadium, and they pack the stadium. So I think overall, and that's a good question. That's a really good question. I think um, the answer to that question is this is a Browns town. I think it's a bigger deal. If the Cleveland Browns, if Flacco takes the Cleveland Browns and win the Super Bowl, then what happened with LeBron winning the championship? Okay. And as Stefanski always says, you just got to go 1-0 and every week. So what do the Browns need to do to go 1-0 and at this point? We got C.J. Stroud back. Well, it's here's the thing. And... Um, when you look at uh, the Texans, when you look at this football team, I mean, obviously we played them on Christmas Eve and we beat up on them pretty good. Amari Cooper just had a great, great game. and uh, um, But when we played them, they didn't have a lot of their weapons. They didn't have, uh, I, I think CJ obviously didn't play in that ball game. And he's a big piece of the puddle. I think there's not a doubt. I think when you look at it, this kid is probably, Frank, going to win rookie of the year. Wouldn't you agree with that? Probably. 4,108 yards, 23 touchdowns, five interceptions. Yeah. CJ Stroud. Yeah. Rookie season. Right. And, you know, there was a lot of pieces to the puzzle that they didn't have. I mean, the problem we're going to have, even though yesterday uh, they were able to run the football, they got a pretty good run defense. I mean, they average, uh, I, I think they give up like about, three yards or less than yeah, it's three pretty good. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. But even they were able to run the football on them yesterday. But normally you don't run the football on this football team. But I can't wait to see this matchup. And I didn't care who we were going to play because I think we could beat whoever we play uh, in this game Saturday, whether it was whoever in the AFC South. I thought we could definitely beat them. But it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. I think we've got to take a break and then we're going to dive into this thing a little bit speaking of we got 30 seconds left kevin stefanski 10 and 0 against afc south wow opponents in his career wow so that i mean that gives that's us a big, a little, that's a big stat we, wow. we like that stat right wow that's with, pretty big with <laughs> that we'll go to break and we'll be back right after this thanks for watching the hanford dixon show welcome back to the hanford dixon show i'm gabriella cruz Hanford, as we look ahead for this playoff game we've got against the Texans, um, you know, we played them Christmas Eve, did pretty well. Their rush defense isn't bad, but we obviously had such a great game, Amari Cooper especially. Yeah. What do, what do we need to do to duplicate that kind of performance? Frank, I'll tell you what, Cooper, when you look at it, I mean, Christmas Eve, I mean, what did he go for, like 265 yeah. yards? Yeah, uh, he lit him up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he really – was record-setting, wasn't it? Yeah, he yeah. torched uh, – I think what they're going to have to do is they got a really young cornerback. 
And uh, this kid, I think his name is Derek Single, Single, uh, Singletary, some Stingray Jr., whatever his name is. But this kid is one of the one of the upcoming young cornerbacks. So I think what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to have this guy travel with Amari Cooper, uh, meaning wherever Amari Cooper lines up, this guy's got to come on him and he's got to try to play him because I think he's the only one that have a chance to uh, possibly stop Amari. And again, when they played the first, when we played the first game against them, uh, they did not have their uh, great linebacker from uh, Alabama, Will Anderson Jr. I mean, this kid. I mean, he is just absolutely unbelievable right now. I think they got a guy Green Greenyard or, uh, that plays defensive end. Between the two of them, I think they have 19 and a half sacks together. And these guys work together, and they really get to the quarterback. So we're gonna have to really handle those two guys. But it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with this football team. This game doesn't scare me, but Frank, it does a little bit because you never know what's gonna happen during the playoffs because obviously you win or you go home. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. We're to that point. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's uh I was trying to think who who do we want to play? Uh, I didn't I, I didn't want to go to Miami. Uh, yeah, but the, now that I think about it, I kind of do want to <laughs> yeah. go to Miami because they certainly are going right. the wrong way. Right. I mean, man, God, you know, they are crumbling. Uh, you know, uh, Houston, though, I, I, the best thing the Browns have going for them uh, is they they beat them uh, and they beat them soundly yeah. in uh, Christmas Eve. And you mentioned. So here's the way I look at it. You know, the Browns know. I mean, psychologically, the Browns know they can beat the the Texans. There's a little element of doubt with the Texans going into that game. Can we beat the Browns? And you know, and that may or may not be huge, uh, but it's it adds it adds to the, the to the, the to the fire. The other thing is what what the Brown, what do the Browns have to do differently? Nothing, because they won the game soundly. The Texans now, okay, what do we have? They have to do something differently. They have to make adjustments to that. So that's a bit of a distraction. The Browns, in the other hand, they have to build upon what they did really well. So that adds to more preparation by the Texans. I think you can follow me on what I'm trying to say yeah. here. That, you know, when, when people, you know, I, I used to have a bookmaker friend that's, that loved the auto win. <laughs> And I said, "What's that?" He said, "Well, you, you know, people will bet games because they thought the team they think the other based on past performance, the team ought to win. Yeah, you know, yeah, like the Texans yeah. should. You know, it's tough to beat a team twice in a season. No, 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 no. If you beat a team once, the chances of you beating them again go up. If you beat a team ten times in a row, the chances of you beating them the eleventh time are really great. So that's what I love about that. Yeah, are the Browns on the road?" Yeah, but again, they they win there before. I love the fact that they got a they basically got a rest week for their, yeah. their players. Yeah, and 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 also I love the fact that all the talk is surrounding the Texans and Stroud. I saw Stroud this morning on a lot of the talk shows, and and I just because the Browns, in in my opinion, are I have a lot of talent, but what they need to guard against is complacency or overconfidence or thinking they can just roll the ball out there and win. That's not the case here. They're, those guys are listening. You know, Garrett, Flacco, they're listening to the uh, to the, the storylines that are coming out. So they're going to have an edge to them going into that game. And I look at Stroud, and one of the best things he does 
is he's not he's only been sacked five times. But when he's sacked, he's sacked for big yardage, and those are drive killers. So there's a there's a lot in play here. Uh, the biggest thing the Browns have to do to uh, to avoid losing that game because I think it's theirs to win is the turnovers. And oh, I yeah. think uh, we'll add the wrinkle factor uh, into this. And you probably say, what the, what the hell is the wrinkle? Is it, the Browns have more wrinkles than the Texans. Uh, Flacco has way more wrinkles <laughs> uh, than, than Stroud. Stefanski has way more wrinkles than, I think, their coach Ryan's. So the Browns have more experience. Uh, they have more veterans on their team. They have more maturity. And I think, you know, all those things combined will win the well, day. That extra rest helps the wrinkles. But also, is it too much rest? Just from a playing standpoint, is 15 days enough to make you feel a little off your game? Or how do you stay sharp? I don't think so. Because when you look at our football team, obviously, we had our bye week early, early, early uh, during, the, during the year. Normally, you have a lot of teams, they take that bye week um, uh, probably halfway through the season or somewhere like that. We took ours early, so we needed the rest because when you look at it, I mean, obviously all the injuries and that we've had with this football team, but Frank hit on something that was really, really good. He said we can't turn the ball over. Did you know, and you guys know this, when you look at our football team, I think the Cleveland Browns are leading the NFL in turnovers we've had more turnovers than right. any other team and that we can't do, can't do now that. if we want to win uh, uh, another stat that's pretty good we have to score at least 24 points because if we score at least 24 points i think we're eight and oh when we score at least uh 24 points so this this game and frank knows this better than anyone this is when football is exciting this is when I miss uh, playing in the National Football League because what I would be doing right now, Gab, I will be like somewhere locked up in a room or at home somewhere looking at film. I want to know every single – I want to try to get every advantage that I can get on the opponent. Right. I mean, I want to know everything they're going to do, how right. they're going to try to line right. up, how they're going to try to uh, – uh, 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 come at me. Tell him, Frank. Yeah, oh, big dog, right? you're forgetting the one thing. And you want that playoff money, yeah. too. <laughs> we had a cat. We yeah. had a cat. We, we we went on a great run, six-game uh, six uh, uh, run, uh, winning streak. And then we started losing four or five games in a row. And we had the so-called team meeting show yeah. up. And one dude, defensive lineman, stood up in the team meeting and said, listen, man, we ain't got no choice yeah. but to make the playoffs because yeah. I've already spent the money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, and, and, and right, the Browns. It, I, I, in my opinion, it's it's their game to lose. Uh, manage the game. Flacco is doing that. He can do that better than anybody else. And the other thing is, is with Stroud. You know, and, and the other thing yeah. is that big seventy-five yard bomb that Stroud hit in the first play of the game. You know, that's going to be a wake-up call to Newsom and Ward. They're not going to – and that secondary is the best secondary in the league, so I love our chances. And you know what's, what's funny? You talk about some of those uh, – uh, the money part and those incentives. <laughs> you, did you see uh, yesterday where I, I, I think uh, one of the kids, uh, he was a running back, 
and he got uh, a thousand yards. And uh, I, as soon as he got a thousand yards, he just went up in the uh, <laughs> he went up in the air. And, and a lot of people didn't, probably didn't know what that meant, but Frank, we knew right. what that meant. Let it that rain. means money, money, money. Right. And then a lot of the guys, most of the guys, they were trying to hit those incentives because a lot of those incentives were you know seven hundred, a million, or whatever. You know what I thought was really classy though. And you guys know this, what the Browns did with Flacco. Flacco, yeah. I mean, Flacco had a been had an incentive, Frank, and I'm sure you know this. Where uh, I think it was like a seventy-five thousand dollars incentive if he played like a certain amount of games. And uh, sitting this game, he was not going to make that seventy-five thousand dollars. And what D and and uh, Jimmy Haslam did, they said, hey. Don't you even worry about it. We're gonna write you that check. Very you, nice. You earn yeah, that, and I just tell you what what kind of class, class. with the, with our two owners and and what they do with this football team. But this, I tell you what, this game, and again, he deserves it. And I'll say it. This is when I miss football. You know, I can't hardly sit in this chair. I just get so excited trying to trying to figure out. And and you know what? And, and, I, and I could probably uh, look at look at some of the film, and I I know I could give them. A comment here and there. I'm, Greg Newsom, goddammit, call the top dog. Denzel Ward, call the top dog. Uh, Emerson, call the top dog. I can help you out, but that's all right. That's all right. With my help or not, we're still going to win this game. I, I know you still love it, Hanford. I know you want to give them all the help in the world. Uh, we got to take one more break. We'll be back right after this. Thanks for watching the Hanford Dixon Show. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. I'm Gabriella Cruz, and Hanford, we have been joined by Frank Stams with us, who's been chatting with us about all things Browns and also zooming out to look at the the season in its entirety. We were talking about C.J. Stroud and his uh, potential Rookie of the Year Gabby. accolades. And then, yes, Gabby, sir. before you go further, Frank is the man, isn't he? He is the man. Look at him. <laughs> he is look the at man. Him. Isn't he? You, see that, you see that smile on his face. It's you funny see, to hear you talk about Harbaugh being quirky as you sit here with your glasses yeah. and hat. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't say I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, he, it's always great to have him in studio and, and your insight and obviously your background and all of your achievements as well. Let's talk about head coach Kevin Stefanski. Do we think that he could be coach of the year? In my opinion, hands down, he is the coach of the year. With you know, Everything that you, know, you mentioned we're during the break, the five different quarterbacks this year, uh, the team was on a downward trajectory going into the season. He, he you know, in my opinion, he was on the he needed to turn it around. Uh, he's coaching under pressure. I think one of the first and largest moves was the hire of uh, Jim Schwartz. Uh, so he's done. I, I credit. Uh, I, I give him the majority of the credit for where the Browns are in, you know, in, in the playoffs uh, now and turning this team around and really managing. I mean, it's it's become more like, uh, in, in my opinion, the NBA. You're managing high-profile, high-dollar amount players so that they could they perform at their best and I think his attitude really and 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 it just doesn't just happen in one year he's been consistent over the last three years of having those players back and I know we've talked about this before I finally you've got some maturity now on that team um, that recognizes that and they're playing for him and they're performing for him so all the to me all the credit in the world goes to him, and, and, and I think he should win Coach of the Year. Well, I think he's won this uh, uh, Coach of the Year once, correct? I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that he's uh, he's he's won it once. But when you look at it, I mean, he's got some stiff competition there too. 
I mean, I, I understand and I realize uh, he's gone through all these quarterbacks and he's just done a hell of a job. I mean, coaching, there's no doubt about that. I mean, there's, I don't think there's anyone that can say that uh, he definitely shouldn't be uh, coach of the year. But you also got to look at the, uh, the guy from the Texans, D'Amico Ryan. I mean, D'Amico Ryan lost his quarterback, and uh, he's uh, he's done a he's done a hell of a job uh, coaching that football team. I mean, obviously, those guys are um, in it; they're in the playoffs, and we're playing them uh, uh, come Saturday. Also, you got to look at Tomlin. I mean, in Pittsburgh. I mean, guys, Pittsburgh was dead. Right. I mean, Pittsburgh. You, you, you could. Take dirt and, and and put it on the grave. I mean, right. and, and 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 here, they resurrected, still right? Alive. Yeah, Mike, right. Mike Tomlin just rises. He take this football team and he just picks them straight up. And look where they are right now. They're in the playoffs. Right. I mean, they're in the playoffs. And these, like I said, these guys were dead. So he's never had, never had a losing season, right. never. And he's not going to have that and, this and, year. You know, and the Houston coach, 2017, he's a quality control guy with the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. I mean, the, just the meteor, meteoric, meteor. You got this. Mediocrity. <laughs> meteoric. <laughs> meteoric. The okay. meteoric rise yes. that, uh, you know, he's, he's had. Uh, Let's you know, Google. And, uh, developing, you know, getting the most out of his uh, rookie quarterback has just been tremendous. Yeah, so there is some stiff competition. I have a question. What did you guys refer to your head coach as? Do you call them by their first name? I, I have a question, and I'll tell you why I'm asking this. Well, I did. I mean, sometimes I guess it depends. Yeah. Sometime, what did you call coach? Some, sometimes I would call him. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I would. Uh, I would call him like, for instance, I'm just going to say Marty Scheidenheimer. I would say, hey. Sometimes I would call him coach. I say, hey, coach, what's going on? Hey, Marty, uh, what the hell's going on okay. today? What are we doing? I mean, it, it so, just depends. Right? Yeah, to me, it comes to mind. It depends on what year you are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're okay. a rookie or a first-year, second-year guy, you know, it's pretty much coach or Coach Robinson. For me, it is anyway. Okay. But in Hanford's, you know, Hanford's a, a veteran there, and, yeah. you know, he's, he's talking to Marty. You know, I mean, for guys that are 10 years plus, yeah, they're having yeah. a conversation with the coach. Okay. I, I was just laughing because the Browns, uh, well, this is one of my favorite videos this week, but they put out on social media of David Njoku. He wanted to kick a field goal, I think it was. Oh, and that it was, was funny. And uh, him being like, all right, hey, Kev, Kev, you want me to do it? <laughs> all right, I got this. And then he keeps shooing him off, and he's, like, cussing at him. He's like, no, I don't want you to kick for hey, us. But, hey, hey, did you see uh, But Stephen? I thought it was so funny. I'm yeah. like, I didn't know what I thought they called coach, but him hearing Chief say Kev <laughs> was <laughs> so funny but to what me. what was funny, did you see Stefan? pretty much turned his mic off to answer that question yeah. because he didn't want anyone to hear him, what he was saying <laughs> to him. But Stefanski was pretty much saying, hell no, I don't yeah, want like, you. To like, get out of my face. <laughs> yeah. But their their dynamic was so funny. And it's also very telling of uh, of the camaraderie that Kevin quick, has built. Quick question, Miles Garrett. He, does he, does he win the award? Yeah, yeah, no, I think he's top three contender, certainly. Absolutely. You guys uh, can say what you want to say. But I'm gonna say when you look at uh, and and I love Miles and I but you cannot ignore T.J. Watt. You cannot ignore the numbers that he had. You cannot ignore 19 and a half sacks that leads the National Football League. And also, also, he got hurt uh, in the in the final game. He hurt his knee, but 
The guy had two sacks when he went out. You can't ignore. Him. I, I mean, and 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 he's a monster too. I mean, you got Miles is up against it with some of these guys. Here's a layup for you, NFL MVP. Wow. You know this. Wow, you know it's it. Hand, right. You know who it is, big right. dog, Lamar Jackson. That's right. No question about it. <laughs> Your boy Ozzy told you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take another break. Thanks for watching the Hanford Dixon Show. We'll be back right after this. Thanks for watching the Hanford Dixon Show. We are back with the top dog, and we, of course, have Frank Stamps in the studio today. Some people say there I'm no good, crazy as can be. <laughs> I get drunk in the morning. I get stoned in the afternoon, but I ain't asking nobody for nothing. You didn't know I could sing, did you? If I can't I get it on my own, if you don't like the way I'm living, leave this short air country boy well, alone. You didn't know I could sing, did you, Gavin? <laughs> you didn't know it. You didn't know it. You don't believe it. But now you see the top dog can sing too. Top dog, what are you saying? I'm, I'm, I'm here to be your number one hype woman. Every time you bring out that old National tune, <laughs> leave that short haired country hey, Frank, boy alone. Yeah. Frank, when you're as, when you're as old as I am, she calls it an old tune, you uh, know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a fine wine, yeah. Hey, hey, I, yeah. And, and people, you know, people see me walking, I say this all the time, you know, Frank, they see me walking and say, hey man, you know, I like that show, you know, but I like, I just, I like to look at Gab, you know. Right. I'm like, oh, what, what yeah. about me? Yeah. You know, yeah. I've always said that. He said, "What Cleveland about me?" Cleveland fans are the smartest in right. the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people watch for your singing voice, right. Right. among other things, Hanford. Okay, okay. Okay, listen, fellas, let's talk about the strength of the AFC North. All the teams winning records for the first time ever. I mean, in the AFC North since what? When did it change? 2000? It was the AFC Central before that, which is saying something. You know, look at these teams. I, it, it really is. I mean, who would have thought, though? Because when you look at all the teams, let, let's just start at the uh, – let's just start uh, – obviously, we know where Baltimore is. I mean, Baltimore is the class of the AFC North. Hey, they're the number one seed. And then uh, Cincinnati, who, who would have thought they were going to have a win winning record, Frank, because they right. lost their uh, – uh, Joe Burrow, sure. and then you um, uh, you look at Pittsburgh, and we all know they were just tumbling right. downhill. I mean, they, they score the least. I think one of yeah. the teams that scores the least amount yeah. of points in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, and then and then the Browns. I mean, we've gone through what four, right. five starting quarterbacks, yeah. and and, right. and look where we are. Right. I mean, we've clinched a, a, a spot in the in the playoffs. So you're exactly right. This this will tell you we we knew coming into the season. I mean, we were talking about the AFC North and how strong the uh, uh, the division was, but we can tell right now this this division is no joke. Well, and you know it's reflective of what I think and why. Uh, you know, and the Browns are a perfect example. of This is because of the physical nature which they play. Uh, you know, at home against San Francisco, they beat them up. They beat up San Francisco. Uh, and the Browns are winning games, being much more physical this year, I think, than any other year, especially on defense. Uh, so, uh, you know, I just and, – and that's a big part. Uh, that's a big part of, in my opinion, of the game. Hey, hey guys, listen to this. Browns fan, best fans, and you guys know this, best fans anywhere in the world, Browns fans – Will travel, Frank, in Houston. Do you expect that stadium to be filled with Orange Brown? <laughs> Absolutely. I, you know, I remember traveling with the Browns. We'd go to Seattle, and there was a contingency at the uh, the uh, hotel when yeah. we got there, and they're rooting us on. And 
Yeah, they they're going to be vocal there. It's going to be it's going to be great to see. How about outside of the Browns, uh, a playoff matchup that you're excited or interested in watching? Well, I, there's a lot of matchups, and uh, all the way to the the last game on Monday night. Uh, I think Philadelphia is at Tampa Bay. Uh, I know Philadelphia. You Frank, talk about what going happened to them? Yeah, I don't know, but I'm I'm dying to see Baker Mayfield play. I'm happy for him. Dying to see him play at home in, in the playoffs. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to the Miami Pittsburgh game. Definitely looking forward to that. I'm looking to see. I don't think Dallas. You know, I don't think Dallas is real. I'm looking. I'm, I'm loving the fact that this late coming Green Bay uh, team is, is with their quarterback Love is playing at Dallas. I think that could be an upset uh, in the league. Uh, you know, it just goes on and on. Uh, Miami at Buffalo. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Chiefs. Pittsburgh at, at Buffalo. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Uh, yeah, Miami at, at the Chiefs, and then. You know, so I'm just and you know, I'm just excited. I think it's a great, a lot of great matchups. Boy, speaking of a bonus, I mean Baker Mayfield when he got that team Tampa Bay into the playoffs, what million about that? dollar bonus? What million dollar bonus? <laughs> and, and you know, and I'm like you, I am, I am, <laughs> I am happy for him. I am really, really happy for him. But it's gonna right. it, this. It, this is like I said, this is a fun time of year. This is when we I miss football. Let's Does get it going. Does it hurt to hear those those bonuses? Is it hurt now watching? No, you know what? You're happy for them. I mean, you really obviously we wish uh, when we played that uh, we would hit those numbers, but we didn't. We 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 paved the way for those guys, and wish they would appreciate it more than we paved the way for. Yeah, them. right. But, Especially when know, it comes to, yeah. to see collective bargaining yeah, agreement yeah. every ten years. Yeah. You know, hey, how about a little something for right. the la- llama, right? You know? I mean, everybody wants to put us put a you know, and I love this about the NFL is like they they. Put everything on the the guys like you yeah. and, and the Hall of Famers, yeah. you know, on on their shoulders and say, you know, we we just love our, our guys. We love the history of the NFL. But man, when it comes to putting money where your mouth is, they just don't. It <laughs> doesn't translate. <laughs> We've got to take one more break for the show, and we'll wrap up after this. Thanks for watching the Hanford Dixon Show. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. Hanford, can you give me a little sample of what you think that I sound like? He just did an impression of me. Uh, well, I, I, Frank, I need a, uh, you know, I don't have any hair, so I need a little uh, blonde hair, you know, like a little blonde wig, blonde wig yeah, or right? something. You'd look good, guys. You know, I, I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He says, I, I go, guys, <laughs> hey, guys, yeah. welcome in, guys. <laughs> you, can watch, you have too much uh, oh, social media. <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey, now, people think that I'm crazy. Gab is crazy. <laughs> I mean, this girl is crazy, uh, you know. <laughs> it's just because I make you laugh, and we're, we're a good duo, though. Gap, you got to quit smoking that stuff, though. <laughs> you know, Frank. Yeah, they make that, edibles. Frank, yeah, it's, mean, that, it's, that, it's that wacky weed. She, <laughs> she, 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 she smokes. You can eat it now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hanford just straight up roasting today. All right, let's bring it back to okay, uh, who, okay. we wa- who we really want to roast. We really want to torch the Texans. Yeah. Okay, as we head to Houston. Frank Sam's, of course, already looking the part. He's not going to take off that hat until this weekend. Um, the glasses That's are going right. to uh, will also be glued on. on. Right. <laughs> we don't know him. He walked into the studio earlier without the ensemble, and I did not know who this person was. <laughs> uh, but, fellas, just to 
to drive it home once more, what are we going to have to do to go in there and, and beat the Texans, go 1-0 and for this playoff? So I, like, I like the Browns to win the game. And I really – and I think all year long I've – you know, I've you know we do a podcast with, with uh, a couple other guys and all year long shoot, shoot the listeners straight. And, uh, you, know, I, uh, you know, I call the Browns out when they – you know, it doesn't look like they're going to win the game. and uh, But I think they're going to win this game. In fact, the – you know, Vegas has them as a two and a half point favorite, and those guys are pretty smart out there. Yeah, did that surprise you at all that, that we no. are the favorite? No, no, it doesn't because they, like we were talking about earlier, they beat them once already. They know the formula for beating them once. Now, you know, Houston has to, comp- you know, have to prepare for what they did wrong, and now for what possibly what the Browns are going to, the, the wrinkles that they're going to add. So, you know, and I, you know, I love the Browns' chances. They've got to take a business-like approach. They got to continue to be physical. Uh, they can't make mistakes, especially in the turnover game. Houston's one of the top teams as far as takeaways. Browns are one of the last teams as far as giving it away, uh, or you know, one of the top teams as far as giving it away on that turnover ratio. Yeah. So that's really something to look for. I think Flacco manages the game, and you know, I like the Browns. I, I think uh, real quick, the defense have to travel. I mean, we've got to travel. I mean, we got to be tough. We got to show up and. And uh, Flacco has got to continue his hot hand. You, you're exactly right. He's got to continue his hot hand. Can't uh, uh, can't turn it over, and uh, he's got to at least throw for over 300 yards to keep this thing going. But again, anytime, baby, anywhere, we'll play anybody. And uh, we just wanted a piece of the. Uh, we just wanted a ticket to the show. We got a ticket. Now we're going to take care of it. Amen. Go Browns. Frank, thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next time on the Hanford Dixon Show.